Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's going on, my champs? How we doing after week? What a crazy week. We had some studs, some duds. We had some craziness going on, but we are about to enter week five. Thank you for tuning in. It's another episode here on Woo! the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. Sorry, I had to barge my way into this one. Man, Derek, how you doing, man? How you, how you doing? I had a good week in fantasy, but it feels... Like I went 0 and 5, you know. I'm in, fi- <laughs> in five fantasy leagues, but my my most precious league, I'm struggling, <laughs> and it's like ruining everything else, and it's very frustrating. But overall, if you really look at my my teams and how I'm doing, like I've, I I'm doing I'm doing well. I have a lot of three and one teams. But I'm two and two in my favorite league, and it's crushing me. It's crushing my soul. And I'm I'm right there with you in the in in our best league or favorite league that we're in, man. Uh, you know, I'm two and two as well, but I finally, I finally got the team that I draft, you know, like I, I knew I had the right process and I, it all came, you know, I put up 168 points in our league and I think I was one of the highest scorers, if not the highest score in our league. Yeah, this I was week. the lowest so scorer this week. It finally came to fruition. I, you know, I'm just gotta keep running on that, but man, it's, it's been a fun, fun season so far. I'm excited to get into week five. I've only won in this league on odd weeks. So week one and week three. It's week five. Come on, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I got Josh Allen this week. I've got Oof. Alvin Kamara. I've got Deontay Johnson, CD Lamb. Like I've got a good team. Yep. yep. Need, I got Darren Wall. I need I need it all to be put together. Like, I need to Yeah, just, hopefully get a week like like uh I saw like ninety five points last week, man. Yeah. That's terrible. Dude, I was, I was, I don't know. I kind of had this like weird feeling Sunday. You know, I'm like, man, I just hope I get something. And then Tyreek goes for 47. I'm like, yeah, this this nice. This nice. This is why I drafted this man. <laughs> All right, let's get the show going. Yeah, man, let's get into news and notes, man. Hey, what happened? I don't know, Ellen Matt Nagy. Is got going. I don't know what's going on in the Bears organization, but they finally got something right. Justin Fields has been named the Bears starting quarterback moving forward, rest of season. No more shenanigans, I hope. Until next week when <laughs> Nick Foles is named the starter. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is all just a massive smokescreen, but Justin Fields named the starter. That's great news for Justin Fields. That's great news for Darnell Mooney. That's great news for Allen Robinson. I- See, that's the only one. I'm still very scared about Allen Robinson. I think they're gonna put it together, man. I, I think, but it's, it's been very frustrating. But I think dude, they put it together. It's scary out there. I do like how he looked, how Darnell Mooney looked though with Justin Fields. Fields. Will have to. Sw- he's swimming upstream. All right, he's yes. he's swimming upstream with Nagy holding him back. So now, now let's see. If but he eventually, can I think swim he's gonna pull through up yeah. the field. <laughs> Hopefully, all right. Um, let's talk some injury stuff. Aaron Jones limited with an ankle injury. On Wednesday's practice, Elijah Mitchell limited on Wednesday. Still trying to fight back from that shoulder injury. George Kittle missed practice with a calf injury. 
Tony Jones Jr. for the Saints lands on injured reserve with the ankle injury he suffered this week. Uh, let's see. DK Metcalf has no injury designation for Thursday Night Football, so... Full go. Full go on that one. Tyler Higby, good to go for Thursday Night Football. Darrell Henderson, no injury designation either. Devontae Parker limited with a shoulder. Uh, Gronkowski remains absent from practice. He has like four cracked ribs and a punctured lung. There's no reason. There's no wonder yeah. why he missed that game this week. So, um, Hawkinson missed practice due to a knee injury. DeAndre Swift gets a limited practice session in on Wednesday. He's dealing with a groin injury. Yeah, he's been dealing with that for for a while for now. A while. Jane, uh, Jamal Williams uh, limited with a hip injury. And these running backs, man, they're fragile. Well, I know, but B, I mean, that one's. You know, these hip injuries or whatever, but this Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift uh, news, kind of keep an eye on out on it because if one of them is out, like these guys have been pretty much almost damn near 50-50 yeah. with, with these splits. And if one of them gets a full workload, and I'm not even talking about, you know, the full workload in itself isn't going to be crazy on the ground. It's that passing game that's going to help you out. It's going to be like that Najee stat you know, that he's just going to get a lot of check down passes. Yeah. Uh, Chris Carson officially listed as questionable for Thursday night football. Keep a close eye on that one. I would have, I would have Alex Collins on your roster just in case, even if you aren't the Carson owner and you're struggling at running back, keep Collins. He looked really good this week. He looked really good. He had a really nifty run, man. That, that touchdown run where he, you know, Runs forward, sidesteps, yeah. runs around, cuts back inside. He looked really good, man. Yeah, yeah, he did. And that river sure. dance is awesome, too. <laughs> A little celebration he's got going on. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo missed practice, but not ruled out for week five. I, Shanahan, Shanahan's a confusing fellow, man. He said, I saw the, the the interview today when they asked about Jimmy G. They said, he's he's feeling better. He's not good enough to play this week, but he's not good enough to be ruled out. Exact words. Oogie. That's what so, I said. So, Trey Lance uh, is starting. <laughs> so, is Trey Lance starting? Uh, yeah, I think Trey Lance is starting, and I think he's going to uh, take over for the long haul. In a glass case of emotion. Yes. Uh, if you are a Trey Lance oh, man. uh, manager, hold on tight to your seats. Okay? I, dude, because I, I would love to start Trey Lance in a Superflex League. This week. What about a one quarterback? Nah, I'm a, I'm a hold. If I'm in a single quarterback, I, I'm gonna hold. I I want to see a little bit more. Like that was a great set. That was a great second half that he put up in fantasy numbers. But I kind of want to see him in a full game script of how Shanahan's gonna utilize this. He's you know it's and, and who's his targets and, and what's going on with that. Um, but Superflex, that upside is crazy. Logan Thomas with a hamstring out for four weeks lands on injured reserve. That's tough. Ricky Seals Jones? No. Okay. <laughs> for me, it's either a healthy Curtis Samuel who yes, gets sir. a bump, or JD McKissick gets a little bump. Uh yes, I think. And he... a super deep dart throw Deami Brown gets a tiny little bump. Yeah. So it depends on uh Curtis Samuel's health. If yeah. Curtis Samuel's ready to go. Then maybe not De'Ami Brown, but if Curtis Samuel is still struggling, De'Ami Brown could come in as a number two receiver in this in his offense. Curtis, probably not the number two target though. I think J.D. McKissick does get a serious bump in targets. So sad for the Antonio Gibson managers because yeah. 
I don't just I don't think the passing down work is going to happen it's for him. Not going to be there, man. I think people need to to adjust their expectations of what NFL teams are doing with running backs. There are very few guys that are three down workhorse running backs, and I think we need to stop trying to force players into that mold when the coaching staff is not going to do it. Yeah, for sure. Coaching staff is not going to make Antonio Gibson a three down back. Oh, so yeah. we should stop thinking of him as a three down back. Like he does he he does not have number one running back, number one overall running back upside yeah, without yeah, that, yeah. without that oh, for sure. passing down work. Like we've seen it. Like the only players that can get up in that range are Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. They yep. don't really have passing down work. And Derrick Henry had to rush for two thousand yards last year to get up there. Yeah. Nick Chubb, I mean he missed a bunch of games, but he was still RB one, but he could have been higher but he doesn't get the receiving down work either. So, I mean, adjust your expectations, man, for some of these running backs who have pass catchers on their teams at the running back position. We'll talk more about some of those guys later in the start sit. So, um, a bunch of other guys, you know, either limited or missing in practice. Wednesday practices are kind of tough, so I would kind of, you know, you know, don't overreact to Wednesday practice unless it's a Thursday night player. If they're missing Wednesday practice, a lot of vets get those days off. A lot of if you see limited, that that probably means they either got a couple plays in, ran a couple drills, and then kind of watched the rest of practice. So um, a lot of a lot of vets get those Wednesdays off. So if they're missing practice Thursday and Friday, that's when you should start worrying and start getting some backup plans in place. All right, that's it for news and notes. Justin, you got any uh, final thoughts before we jump in off the hook? Nah, man. Let's go ahead and recap what we what we talked about last week. But they are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit better of a week this week, yeah. I think. A um, couple of these guys are who I thought they were, but yeah. they did. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for me, starting at quarterback, I my start of the week, Jalen Hurts, was a quarterback six. My sit of the week, Ryan Tannehill at quarterback 17. I feel like that's two wins right there. Yeah, for sure. Running back, start of the week, Jonathan Taylor, RB9. Sit of the week, Tony Pollard, RB46. Again, that Tony Pollard call was not a huge – It's not. It's it was low-hanging fruit, but – I still felt the need to. Yeah, but I mean, Tony sit. Pollard has had his flexible weeks. Uh, he was the new hot. He was, yeah. he was he was heating up for sure, and he was the guy that people were going to be flexing every single week. And the fact that he finished as outside the RB three range, which is normally what you like in your flex positions, that was that was a good call, man. Yeah, uh, wide receivers. Um, I continue to struggle at wide receiver, man. OBJ start of the week, wide receiver eighty. He he missed on a he missed on a wide open touchdown. Baker was just off that yeah. that, that game, and we'll talk more about yeah, the Browns' very, offense very at least for game. me. So, uh, the my wide receiver sit of the week, Brandon Cooks, wide receiver fifty three. That hit, uh, yeah, Houston. He, he may get all the all the targets, but uh, yeah, when he's completing seven passes in a game, yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I could just roll with Brandon Cooks for a third week in a row this week, but I chose not to. I chose to mix it up and be uh, and differentiate myself. You know, you know, expand the portfolio. You know, I don't <laughs> want to pick on Brandon Cooks too long, but he is an easy bench this week against uh, New England. Yes. Um, tight end start of the week last week. Noah Fant tight end eight. Sit of the week Tyler Higby tight end twenty two. Pretty good. And then this is where I fell off, man. Cincinnati. I, I listen when I said Cincinnati last week, it came with the asterisk. I do not, I'm not <laughs> confident in this call, but you know what? I'm going to take the L anyway. DST 24. I thought they had a solid matchup against Trevor Lawrence leading the league in turnovers and all this stuff. So 
It is what it is, man. Sometimes a, a good yeah. matchup is trumped by a bad defense. Yep. So, and then my kicker, Greg Zerline, kicker 17. Um, they didn't kick many field goals in this game, man. They were scoring nah. a lot of touchdowns, so. Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm going to go kick it off with my QBs. Start of the week. That was a weird game, man. It was That was disappointing um, to see. But Tom Brady, QB 28, went back to New England, got the W, but didn't throw a single touchdown pass. He was man. close. That was, was, that was close. crazy. Uh, Daniel Jones, QB 5. That was my sit of the week. So it looked like my start and my sit were uh, flip-flop there. Yep. Uh, start of the week, Antonio Gibson. Finishes RB20. He I'll give you that one. He didn't kill your week. He was inside the top 24. Um, so, that I mean, at, at least he didn't absolutely kill your week and destroy your week. Uh, sit of the week was Damien Harris as the RB51. Negative four yards rushing. Yeah, man. Uh, Tampa yeah. defense is legit. That was Against the run. That was a uh, bad – or that was a great call on my, my end, and I did not – I was – with the whole everything going on on Sunday, man, I just I forgot to switch out Damian Harris with Daryl Henderson and lost my week by four points. Ouch! I was I was pissed, man. Bet. Um. All right, man. At wide receiver, I decided to, I said to start DJ Moore, wide receiver four on the week. Uh, and I said to sit DeAndre Hopkins, uh, wide receiver forty six on the week, man. So that nice. was uh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, with the injury and the matchup on Jalen Ramsey, that just kind of screamed hit, uh, sit for me. But it was hard for some people to sit just due to the fact of where you where you draft him at. Yeah. Start of the week, I said George Kittle, uh, tight end twenty one. He he did have the targets though, man. He you know he had I think he had like eleven targets on this game. He could have had a touchdown. Um, it just it just didn't fall for him this week. So even though he. I'm gonna take the L here on the on tight end twenty one, but going forward, I, even if it's Trey Lance, I, I still like George Kittle. I think he's still gonna get the targets. He's still a main focal point in this offense. And my sit of the week was Robert Tunyon at tight end thirty eight. Man, not the same guy that everybody was hyped on drafting. No, this I, year, I liked man. him this year too, and, and just not not the same connection that he had last year with. Uh, with uh, Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, I said to start New Orleans defense. They st- they finished as defense 17. And Daniel Carlson was the kicker at kicker 29. That was oof. Sometimes it's just kind of painful to read through, but, you know, <laughs> you got to be accountable for our actions, you know? Oh, I hope the people sure. uh We had some good ones in we there. We did. Man. We did have some, pretty, some good good, pretty good calls in there, so... Uh, continue to get better, man. Absolutely, man. All We're right. going to kick it off week five, and hopefully we go higher than 75%. <laughs> we will. I'm confident in us, man. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's Start sits. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. I think we definitely recovered from last week, uh, from, from the week before. Uh, you know, had some better calls and and uh, hit on some better things. So, um, all right, let's start with uh, the quarterback position. Start sit. Uh, let's talk about the top. Uh, you know, the top guys. We're start. We're starting Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes against each other, right? 
Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, no questions asked, right? All, yeah, all yeah, five yeah, of those sure. guys. For sure. Stafford, Tom Brady, uh, both starts to me. Uh, Stafford on Thursday night against Seattle, Tom Brady against Miami. Yeah, I'm throwing that. I'm throwing last week out for Tom Brady, man. Oh, 100%. You're, you're gonna start, you're gonna That's start a tough that. defense, man. It's a very tough defense. You're going to start that, dude. All right, Aaron Rodgers against Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati is, uh, you know, they are, uh, yes. they are who we thought they were, right? <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert against Cleveland. How are we feeling about that one? That one, I'm gonna I'm gonna temper my expectations with a little bit. You're gonna have to start them where where you drafted them. I, I you're probably not able to uh, sit him, but that one's a little bit different. Like you kind of just saw um, them slow down Minnesota a little bit. Cleveland did, uh, and Kirk Cousins was was playing really really well. So I mean, let's see what did Justin Herbert finished as the what last week so yeah i mean he finishes a qb12 last week i i mean i i would expect him to be in that same range yet again um or maybe even outside of the top the top 12 qb1 range but i mean he's gonna be in this range of where he's ranked right now mm-hmm. i would just temper my expectations i think this cleveland defense is has been surprising yeah. All right. Um, I, I agree. I think I'm starting uh, Justin Herbert, um, probably regardless of matchup. I think he's – I don't think he's matchup proof, but, again, like you said, with the draft capital you invested in him. Yes. And the weapons he has, the offense that he that he has around him, I think he's a solid start every week. Yeah, for um, sure. I think now we're going to get into that range. Uh, actually, I'm going to throw in Russell Wilson here because I feel like I would be disrespectful to Russell Wilson if I didn't include him in the guys that you're probably starting every week, right, no matter what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's just weird that that offense that they're running now is, you know, we're back to this this run game. And if it's about and if but if Chris Carson's hurt, I don't know how much they're going to rely on um, Alex Collins. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna fire him up the way where you draft him and and how your team's probably constructed. I would probably start Russ. Even even in a tough ma- tough matchup. All right, so now I agree there, man. So let's go with some guys outside this range. Let's get some. Who would you rather start? Okay, Justin. All right. All right. So who would you rather start? Joe Burrow against Green Bay or Tannehill against Jacksonville? Um, I'm I would go. I I would go Tannehill, and hoping one of his star guys plays. Yeah, I think uh, I don't. I don't think AJ Brown's going to be playing, but I hope they get Julio back. And I would go. I'm actually going to go uh, Burrow in this one. I think that Green Bay is going to be. I mean, uh, Tannehill, Tannehill still produced. I think he had what 24 fantasy points last week, and I. I mean, he still produced last week even without his two best receivers. So. Against that match, I think that matchup's just too good where he can he can find his heyday. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, he's his he's been trending up in pass attempts as well. I mean, he did have that game against Pittsburgh in Week Three that was had eighteen pass attempts. But I think yeah. he's slow. They're slowly ramping up the pass attempts in this offense. And with Joe Mixon out, man, I think they could lean on the pass a little bit more. So, and yeah, I think yeah. they're going to be chasing Green Bay in points all day. So I'm going to go Joe Burrow here because I think he's going to be. Throwing the ball a lot, and if and also too, if Jair Alexander's out, which I did see that 
come across a little bit earlier. Oh, okay. If he's out, then I think that the passing defense for Green Bay is a little bit more suspect than it normally is. So yep. I'm going to go Joe Burrow there. All right, let's do – how about Kirk Cousins against Detroit or Derek Carr against Chicago? Both quarterbacks at home. Derek Carr leading the league in passing yards. Kirk Cousins – had a pretty rough day last week, but he was consistent the first three weeks. 22 points, 24 points, 24 points first three weeks, and then had that 11-point dud against, the, uh, like you said, the uh, a surprising Cleveland defense. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Kirk here. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins bounces back. I think this whole offense bounces back against Detroit, and they, they put up some serious points here. Yeah, I think that's a better matchup. I think Chicago's defense isn't great, but they're – I mean, they're serviceable, man, and they get some pressure too. So, yeah. And Derek Carr, I mean, this, I don't know what happened to this offense, man. That off. You, you called it last week, man. You said that this game, that game screamed the wheels fall off for the, the Raiders, Raiders in general, man. And, dude, they had one first down at halftime. Like, yeah. It's, it's rough. Uh, how about, okay, so let's go Sam Donald or Jalen Hurts? Sam Donald against Philly. Oh, they're in the same so game. Same game. Yeah, same <laughs> game. Uh Sam Donald or Jalen Hurts in the same oh, game. This game one. is this game is uh in Carolina. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Sam Darnold on this one. He's yeah. been, he's been playing really, really good. Jalen Hurts, he has a higher rushing floor. I think he's gonna produce good for well for fantasy, but I think it's gonna be a tough day at the office. That Carolina defense is is pretty good and they keep adding more pieces. Yeah, Jalen Hurts does not have a running game to rely on, and Sam Donald does, which that does help out the quarterback position. So, yes. uh, uh, what about? Give me your thoughts real quick. I know we're getting towards the end of the startable group, but uh, what do you think about Jameis Winston against Washington? Washington giving up the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks on the season per game. Are you willing to play Jameis Winston as a desperation? No, there, there's got to be somebody else out there that you can play that's there on the waiver wire. All right, there is. How about Daniel Jones against Dallas? Yep, give me Daniel Jones over Jameis Winston. 100%. Give me Joe Burrow over Jameis. And, I mean, I know I said I wouldn't really want to see it in a one-quarterback league, but I would play Trey Lance if he's a starter over James over Winston. James, oh, okay. Yeah, that rushing floor for Trey Lance yes. is going to be pretty nice. So, All right, so let's go start of the week's uh, start and sit of the week. Um, I'll start off first. My start of the week at the quarterback position is going to be Daniel Jones. Dallas is fourth worst against opposing quarterbacks as far as points per game given up to the quarterback position. He's a QB7 on the year. Has a minimum of 27 rushing yards every game this season, and he just hit over 400 passing yards against a pretty good New Orleans defense on the road. Give me Daniel Jones in this matchup. I think with the rushing upside he's getting and the increase in passing efficiency and passing yards, I think he's he's playing pretty well. And his options, his his you know we thought man, his receiving options are getting hurt, but the guys that they're bringing in, I mean, Kadarius Tony looked pretty good. Man, John Ross had a long touchdown, so. Uh, getting Evan Ingram healthy again, and then Saquon getting more and more healthy yeah, and looking, looking better good, and better man. and better. That's only going to help Daniel Jones. So yep. uh, give me Daniel Jones as my start of the week. All right, man. My start of the week is going to be Kirk Cousins facing the Detroit Lions. The Lions have given up 41, 35, 19, and 24 respectively every single week. Um, their, their defense is not that good. They're playing. They're playing good. 
you know, decent football. Like they seem like they were, you know, competitive in, in some of these games, but that defense is just still it's just still rough, man. And uh looks like they placed their Pro Bowl center on IR as well. So I I just think that Kirk Cousins is gonna be able to run his offense the way they want to. I don't know how well this other this offense can be able to keep up, but I still think that Kirk Cousins throws the ball all over the field. All right. My set of the week at quarterback is Baker Mayfield against the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are the fourth best against opposing quarterbacks. Baker's dealing with a shoulder injury uh, that led to a lot of incomplete passes, a lot of inaccurate throws, like we were talking about with Odell Beckham. Earlier in the off-the-hooks off the hook segment, uh, he missed him on a couple of t- a couple of plays. It could have led to some, some touchdowns, man. But uh, I think that the shoulder injury is definitely hurt, holding him back. From what I've heard, he's in a sling right now. Ooh. And he's playing through it. So uh, I expect the Browns to run the ball early and often against a suspect run defense. The Chargers did look a little shaky against the run against uh, the the Raiders when the Raiders did decide to, th- to run the ball. I mean, I, the numbers may not reflect that, but just watching the game and getting a feel for it, that's where their weakness is um, in this defense. So I think that uh, the game script for the Browns will be to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball with those running backs and try to control the game on the ground. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of pass attempts in general. Um, so yeah, Baker Mayfield, my sit of the week. All right, my set of the week is going to be uh, Big Ben going against Denver. I think that Denver's defense has played pretty well. I think that um, they can, you know, they, they, they can put some pressure on Big Ben, and I don't think that Big Ben has looked good at all. Um, they're just kind of trying to get the ball out as fast as possible. I think he's also dealing with some type of injury right now. So if he does everything, yeah, everything's every, everything hurts coach. Uh, Denver's actually number two against opposing quarterbacks, giving up 12.6 fantasy points per game to the position. So this is a good call, man. Yeah. Uh, Sit Ben Roethlisberger. Definitely sit Ben Roethlisberger on this one, man. All right, let's jump into some running back uh, discussion. Listen, the running back position I know is thin. Okay, so, I mean, you can't, I can't confidently sit here and tell you you're going to have to sit, you know, pretty much anybody in the top 20, right? You're pretty much going to start all of these guys, right, out of necessity. Uh, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Eckler, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Najee, Darrell Henderson, Ezekiel Elliott, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, top 12 running backs, right? Those are the guys, you're playing those guys Full confidence, right? Full confidence, not a single person you're worried about, Justin? Uh, Top 12? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to have to. You're gonna have to Again, this here. is not a, you know, we're not going to say to sit any of these guys because you probably you, you most likely can't, but maybe some guys we want to adjust some expectations on. Uh, James Robinson, Leonard Fournette, Clyde. Uh, Clyde may be a guy that I might adjust some expectations for. Buffalo is one of the top defenses against opposing running backs. So. Yeah, Buffalo looks Buffalo's defense, man, looks pretty good. This game can turn into a passing, just just a pure passing game. Yeah, on both and, sides. And Clyde's not getting a huge uh, workload in the passing game, but this game might turn into where he does get a little bit bump, a little bit more of a bump in that passing game work. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
Clyde's the only one I'm probably going to temper expectations. How do we feel about Leonard Fournette? He had a pretty solid day last week on the ground. He had 20 carries, 91 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but you know, 4.5 yards per carry. He had five targets in this offense. How do you feel about him going against going against Miami? It it's so hard with Tampa's running backs, man. If if he's the guy getting the majority of the work, then I I would fire him up. I, I you know I would definitely put him in there as you know a, maybe a low end RB two flex play type deal. But I know Miami's been able to be gashed on the on the ground and. I don't know, man. If if Leonard Fournette is the guy who's getting the majority of the work there in Tampa, I would maybe go ahead and fire him up. But all right, uh, Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs. How are we feeling about all those guys? As long um, as they're healthy, I think they're all starts, right? Yeah. Um, you know, jo- the Josh Jacobs. I mean, if he's healthy and out there, I guess you're gonna have to start him. He did play sixty three percent of the snaps last week. Against the Chargers, had 13 carries, five targets. He did catch all five of his targets, too, only 17 yards, which is kind of weird. So, uh, but yeah, I think he fired him up, too. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, um, I got some news for people. I think CMC is going to be coming back sooner rather than later. And all you Chuba Hubbard managers, just get ready, man. Yeah. I Hopefully, hope- the Chuba Hubbard managers are also CMC managers. So, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to go uh, all in on him because CMC never hit IR. So yeah, that I was... kind of told you he was going to come back in two weeks. So CMC did return to practice today. Just okay. keep an eye on that situation. Okay. So uh, Chris Carson, we talked. I think we mentioned a little bit earlier about his injury. Keep an eye on him for Thursday night football. Alex Collins should be rostered, and uh, I would play Alex Collins. No questions asked. If Chris Carson is to miss this game. Uh, Damian Williams, talk to me about Damian Williams. I just spent $54 of fab on Damian Williams in our main league. I need to buy wins at this point. Justin, please tell me everything's going to be okay. <laughs> tell me that I'm going to be all right. Damian Williams against the Las Vegas Raiders. It looks like a plus matchup for him. Um, yeah, I mean, that one, I mean, you're going to, we're going to find out this week on how he's going to be utilized, man. You're not it's making still, me feel good. Dude, right it's now. a it, dude, it's hard to make you feel good about a Matt Nagy led offense. Yeah. Um it's it is very hard. Why would you have to say that? I mean, D- David Montgomery looked really good last week. He had 100 yards two and and two touchdowns before he went down. So, Damian Williams, I, I mean, it, he's going to be the starter if you went out there and you got him on your waivers. I, I would I would play him, man. I you know, I, I think you went the people that went out to go get Damian Williams are the people that need an R V two this week. That's me. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones that are spending Raising my up. hand. Exactly. Like they're the ones that didn't get the Elijah Mitchell or the Chuba Hubbard. You know yep. what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're probably those managers that weren't able to get those high guys. You're describing me. Yes. Right you now. Know, <laughs> I, I'm talking from your diary to no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh no, I will start I would start Damian Williams. Uh, I mean, just remember he was good when he was with the Chiefs. Yes, yeah, he's a, he's a good player. It just well, let's see how he's utilized in his offense, and if they bring in what's that guy, uh, Herbert, Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Uh, see how how please no, he's, I will melt into. I'm just saying, like I don't know. It's Matt Nagy, man. Like. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to be hard. We're going to find out a lot more this week. Yeah. And you're going to know because 
Dave Montgomery's going to be out for four to five weeks. So if you were able to get a Damian Williams, you're going to be able to figure out what you got real quick. If you're in desperate need, I would definitely fire him up, which you probably are I mean, forced I spent, to play him this I spent week. a third of my budget on him. Yeah. So, yes, I'm playing him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but let me give you a little start sit. Uh, who would you... Who would you rather have, Damian Williams or Corderell Patterson? Corderell Patterson. Oh, his uh, his usage in this offense. I know he doesn't, he hasn't played a lot of the snaps, but when he's on the field, he's being utilized. He hasn't played more than forty two percent of snaps this season. And the dude was just the RB one on the week. Yeah, (laughs) I heard that. If uh, I was I was looking at some things earlier, if yeah, he's the RB two in the season. I think yeah, overall. If Derrick Henry was not there, he'd be the top scoring running back, yep. which is crazy. Actually, and they're playing the Jets. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Kareem Hunt, you're firing him up. No questions asked. I mean, yep. that you can just start both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mike Davis, talk to me on Mike Davis. He's he's is he he's not the RB one in this offense, right? He is. He's playing more snaps, but he's he, less, he, way less productive. He is, but the way that they're utilizing Cordell Patterson, man, it's He's outperforming Mike Davis, and he's playing a whole a whole lot of less snaps. And it, I, I don't know, man. I, I at this point, I would rather have Cordell Patterson. I'm actually in a league where I roster both of these guys, and I played Cordell o- over Mike Davis last week. Like I just made that call, and yeah. it's it's scary because Mike Davis is the quote unquote starter and he is the quote unquote RB one on that team. He's almost playing but, double the snaps as quarter up. Yeah, but he's not being you like, he's not doing anything with the opportunities that present itself. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, who'd you rather play Mike Davis or Miles Sanders? <laughs> I, uh, I took that pass. Pass. Uh, <laughs> give me, tough, give right? me, give me Mike Davis. Cause they're playing the jets. Yeah, Sanders is going against Carolina. It's going to oh be a tough matchup. Uh, let's talk some – what about Latavius Murray, the uh, Baltimore running back? Looks like the lead guy now. Yeah, man. Tyson Williams was a healthy oh. scratch last so week. So confusing, man. So it, it looks like this is Latavius Murray's backfield. He had 18 carries last week. Um, looked decent. I think he got in the end zone. Um, not playing the toughest matchup. So Latavius – it is a good flex option for you. I mean, I think you're, unless you're in that issue where you're dealing with injuries and you're forced to play him, I think he could be in flex consideration for you on your team. All right. Uh, how do we feel about the Samaj P. Ryan play this week against Green Bay if Joe Mixon's out? Are you willing to play Samaj P. Ryan? Or are you just kind of wait and see? Uh, I would not play Samaj P. Ryan. I. I think that game is going I think that team's gonna pass it a lot more. Uh and I I wouldn't trust him if if anything I, I yeah, I wouldn't. Maybe a good stash, but that's about it for me. All right, let's go some start and start of the week and set of the week. My running back start of the week is gonna be Coro Patterson. The Jets are giving up twenty five point four fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Second worst in the NFL, being utilized in both the passing game and the running game. He's 
a cheat code in sleeper leagues. He can use him in both running back and wide receiver spots. Yep. You're probably going to have to play him in your running back spot because everyone's hurting for that in that position. But uh, if you can flex it, if you're flexing him right now and you have two reliable running backs, you're in a pretty good spot. So I would yes. be, he's my start of the week this week. The Jets are a bad defense. And uh, I think they continue to find ways to get him the ball. Oh, yeah. Because Mike sure. Davis, he may be the starter, but like we said earlier, he's not the guy. When he's Cordo not. is on the field, he's being utilized. Absolutely. Right. And that's great because he's not getting worn down either yes, by playing absolutely. all these meaningless snaps. So when he's on the field, he's getting used. When he's off the field, you know, he gets break. It's 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 pretty nice. And he so looks good too. Like I'm willing to like he... I'm willing to jump on the rocket ship. Yeah. Grab onto it. You want to grab onto the rocket ship? Yeah, I know it's dangerous, but I'm gonna it's do not... it. It's it's like a it's it's more like a. F- I'm gonna get burned, <laughs> like regardless, like whether or not like if if I grab onto it, I'm gonna in, be incinerated by the flames. Okay, if he if he continues to explode, it's gonna be great. Um, or I'm just gonna it's gonna be really hot when I touch it. It's gonna I'm gonna get burned and he's gonna suck. So, um, let's go, Cordero Patterson, man. Let's go. All right, yeah, I like it, man. Uh, my start of the week is going to be DeAndre Swift for the. Detroit Lions against Minnesota, playing in a dome, playing against not the best defense. I think that he's going to be one of those check down guys, and especially if uh, Jamal Williams maybe doesn't play um, or is limited in his play, DeAndre Swift maybe gets a little bit of a bump in that passing game work. I think he's going to have a bounce back week this week and uh, produce well. All right, my sit of the week at the running back position, Miles Sanders against Carolina. Carolina's only given up 10.5 fantasy points. For the per, people in the back. <laughs> only given up 10.5 fantasy points per game, two opposing running backs, fourth best in the NFL. Main reason why I'm not starting Miles Sanders is Kenneth Gainwell. Okay, Kenneth Gainwell is the passing down specialist in this offense. He's not giving that role to Miles Sanders. He looks good doing it. He's getting rushing touchdowns too, which is... Got to be frustrating for Miles Sanders' managers. Uh, Philly is showing no interest in actually running the ball, uh, unless it's Jalen Hurts, and even then they're not really designing runs for him. So this is a pass-happy team, apparently, which did I did not see coming. But, uh, yeah, I'm not playing Miles Sanders. He The problem is that he looks good running the ball. He looks, <laughs> he looks great when he runs the ball, but he doesn't get opportunities yep. to run the ball, and he doesn't get opportunities in the passing game, so you have to sit him. Yep. I have to, and sit him until game unless Gamewell gets hurt. Yes. Outside of that, I mean, it sucks, but I loved Miles Sanders last year, man. Going yeah. into last year, I loved Miles Sanders. I think people told I was seeing a lot of he could be the next Christian McCaffrey, and that got me all hot and bothered. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I love it. Let's go. But uh, yeah, I think I'm slowly coming to the terms of you know he's he's kind of like. Sure. Antonio Gibson, just less talented. Join me on the blacklist. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's definitely my set of the week this week. And honestly, I could probably put him on this on in this leave him in this spot on this show doc. Yes. For many weeks to come. If your name is Miles and you are running back, it's not a good week to start you. Uh my set of the week is going to be Miles Gaskin against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Miles Gaskin. Do you want to change this to all Dolphin <laughs> running backs? <laughs> yeah, dude. The just like the last week, the the Rams running back group or not? Not da- Damian Harris week. had z- negative rushing yards. Yeah. So last week, exactly. So Damian Harris had negative rushing yards last week. 
Miles Gaskin isn't getting the full workload. He's not what everybody thought he was. Two carries last week. Yeah, dude. Malcolm Brown is is getting involved. Uh, Savant Savan Ahmed is getting involved. Gaskin is not the guy, and he's not the guy to get the majority of the work either. And the passing game work's not there. I, I don't. I'm kind of fading Miles Gaskin rest of the season. I'm kind of glad I don't have him in any of my leagues. I wasn't too, too high on him to begin with. I thought his ADP where people were drafting him was was through the roof. And, I mean, he's just a bad, bad play this week. I think it's a bad week for any Dolphin option because yeah. it's just it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty <laughs> it's it's not gonna well, be pretty um it's it's a little weird because i'm a i'm i'm a bucks fan right yes. shocker right and you are a dolphins fan and we play head to head this week shocker. and <laughs> i know right <laughs> um i've definitely have never made a homer pick on this podcast yes. uh it's funny wait till we get to our defensive start of the week. oh yeah no, uh, i know yeah uh it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be a fun weekend uh too bad you're gonna be out of town this week so we won't be able to watch it together but yeah uh, what sucks is i'm actually gonna be in tampa <laughs> make sure not to wear any dolphins gear because you funny. should you should go it's full good. dolphin gear no, i'm good you need to find a dolphin mascot no i'm, I'm okay. you can buy on amazon i'm all right i'm gonna save my money <laughs> yeah save your money and a possible I'm like just, shanking in the streets I'm like i'm like that uh that little the fan in the corner with the little flag just waving the little flag. Woo! Go team. <laughs> uh, one side is the Dolphins and the other side is a white flag. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully, you know, people were talking about last week, the Bucks being going to blow out the Patriots. I I don't want to say it's going to be a blowout, but I think we're going to have a little bit more success against Miami. Just a little bit. I, I think a lot, a lot of bit. Well, I don't want to go too far, man, because... A lot of people got burned last week by saying Tom Brady was going to throw 10 touchdowns. Like Certain yeah. fantasy analysts were like, he's going to throw a million touchdowns. He's going to be so great. I was, I was run one of them saying that, man. I thought he was definitely – I didn't know he was not I mean, going to throw a touchdown. This was not a shot at you. This was not a shot at you. No, I'm just saying I, I know I was one of them like, thinking he was going to put up a lot of numbers. And yeah. He did not – He did, it, that was a weird game. You got to give Belichick more credit, man. Yeah, he was that was good. a weird game. All right. That's it for the running back position. Again, remember, to start start all of – if you have your top two running backs, you have to play them. It's rough out there, man. It's it's actually the rules of fantasy football. You have to start two running backs, right? Most leagues start two running backs. We're not telling you to sit those guys that we're not confident in. It's just adjust your expectations. So maybe take some more chances in your flex. Or or if like you that. did get, you know, a Cordell Patterson off the waivers and, you know, and if you maybe got a Damian Williams this week or something and you're not confident in your RB2, then then by all means, I, I would probably go ahead and start Cordell Patterson above a couple of these guys like Miles Sanders and, and a bunch of these other guys that I would probably start. Like where you drafted Miles Sanders and Miles Gaskin, they're your RB2s. But if you were able to get like a Cordell – off the waiver wire uh, last week or the week before, then I would play Cordell Patterson over Miles Sanders, over Miles Gaskin, yeah. over a couple of these other guys that, you know, there are decisions you have to make, but be wise of where you're making them. A lot of people are struggling right now. So if you're in a league where you're sitting pretty, like I'm in one league and I just made a trade, I, I acquired DeAndre Swift in a trade. So I'm sitting pretty where I have Henderson, I think I have Henderson, Camara, Swift, and Cordell. 
all on my team. So like that's the only league that I'm actually sitting pretty in running back. Every other league, it's like, okay, I'm hoping this guy gets me at least 10 or, yeah. you know, like a lot of people are in that situation because a lot of guys are getting hurt right now. Yeah, I just acquired Michael Carter. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's like, my RB too. It's it's so, rough out Yeah, here. it's it's rough, man. That that that's my my most precious league, and I'm s- literally just trying to claw together any sort of running backs yeah. I can get. I mean, it's rough out there, man, for real. So just start your guys, man, but adjust some expectations. And the wide receiver position is the deepest in fantasy football, so this is where you need to make all your. Ooh, uh, yeah. This is where you make up for the running backs, okay? Uh, to me, I'm I'm starting four wide receivers every week. If yep. if you if you have a double flex league, so we in my main in our main league we start two receiver two flex. I'm starting four receivers every week. It's just and, and it's PPR as well. I just I'm not putting three running backs in my on my roster, man. Yep. If I don't have it, don't force them into their into your roster. So, all right, let's get some wide receivers. The uh, the top guys. I mean, we're just I'm just gonna run through the names. You stop me if you feel like you feel somebody should be – the expectations should be tempered, okay? Uh, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Dix, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, CeeDee Lamb, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin. Terry – wow. Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, T. Higgins, Mike Williams, DK Metcalf, Jamar Chase, Robert Woods, A.J. Brown. This is where I'll stop. All right, A.J. Brown did return to practice today in a limited fashion, did miss last week. If he plays, are you willing to start A.J. Brown fresh off that injury? Depending who my other guys are on my team, uh, I am willing to sit him. You know, it is a hamstring injury. They were thinking he's week to week, you know. I, I don't I don't know man I I just need to see how he practices what the reports are uh, before I kind of throw him out there. It's a great matchup to throw him out there. So I mean you know for me if he's a full go I you know I would definitely want to play him. But like you said the wide receiver di- uh, position is so deep that you could probably find a replacement that has just as good of a matchup on on your team. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones. How are we feeling about Marvin Jones? I mean, he kind of disappeared last week, man. Like, I thought with the injury to DJ Chark, he would be a little bit more involved, but uh, only had three targets. Yeah, that was week. that was a weird one. Um, I'm willing to fire him up in my flex spot uh, if I got him. I think it's going to be a decent matchup, and the Jets wide receivers were able to have a good – Good day last week. So yeah, uh, Deontay Johnson. I'm gonna take this one. I'm starting him no matter what. Oh yeah, you can't stop me. Yeah. PPR machine. Uh, you know, I know Ben Roethlisberger has been <sighs> hobbled. I don't know if hobbled's the right word, but it's pretty close. Um, and it, this is the, like the rare instance where I think if Ben doesn't play, that might be an upgrade to the passing offense. Yeah, but who's throwing on the ball? I hope it's Haskins. Yeah. But even if it's Mason but Rudolph, I'm but fine. The thing is, Haskins has been the one that hasn't been active. They're every saving week. him. They're saving him. But he hasn't been active. <laughs> He's just saving. He's been a healthy scratch, like, keeping him fresh. No, at keeping least him healthy. No. Come on, man. I think it's going to be Mason. If, if probably will. If it it is. probably will be Mason Rudolph. And like I said, I. 
I mean, he's the short area target guy. He's the guy that's getting the short targets, and you know, it'll probably be a lot of Najee Harris, but it'll probably also be a lot of Deontay Johnson. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jacoby Myers, dude. I mean, he's a he's just been super solid. Over ninety percent of the snaps every single week. Had fourteen targets in week three, twelve targets in week four. Producing. I don't think he's scored an NFL touchdown yet. Nope. That's crazy. Nope. That blows me away, man. Third year in the league and has still yet to score a touchdown. Yep. So hopefully he gets one, man. That'd be great. I mean, against Houston, it's a week to do it. Right. Uh, Antonio Brown, how you, how you feeling about them Bucks receivers, man? He's firing up Antonio Brown? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, my biggest fear, uh, my biggest fear is the – the fact that they could easily be up really big in this game, but with the fact that Gronk isn't going to be in the game, I don't, I don't think that Tom Brady is going to rely on the the tight ends as much as he was with Gronk. So I, I, I think you fire up all these receivers, man. I will say that uh, last season the Bucks played Detroit at Detroit, and the same kind of narrative was they could be up big on this team. They continue to throw the ball. Yeah, and they did not pull off the gas pedal. They just kept going, throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing. And I don't. This isn't an offense that's gonna take their foot off the gas. I think Tom Brady looks to get some aggression out on this team, on this defense. And uh, I'd be fully confident starting Antonio Brown this yeah. week. I think we've finally reached our first sit. Probably collectively, Brandon Cooks, firm sit, right? Yeah, against New England, man. It's about to be a rough. J.C. Jackson going to be on on top of Brandon Cooks the entire game. It's going to be a rough day in the office for Davis Mills. Well, like, what what are the Texans going to do when Bill Belichick takes away Brandon Cooks? Bill Belichick's just slowed down Tom Brady. Yeah, and I mean it. it it's gonna it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be a rough day in the office for yeah. Houston. I mean, he may get 100 percent of the targets because Davis Mills might only be able to throw <laughs> one pass the entire game. Uh, so. I mean, it, it's going to be yeah. a rough day for them. So yeah, I'd be willing. I'm I'm perfectly fine sitting Brandon Cooks this week. Uh, let's see, Tyler Boyd, Kenny Galladay, Lavisca Chanel. Looking to start any of those guys right there? Um, Tyler Boyd's interesting. I think I, I would play him uh, with the fact that Joe Mixon might not be playing this game. I think all three receivers are going to be in play. I think they're going to be passing the ball. Wouldn't be surprised if Joe Burrow has to pass 45 times plus. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be surprised at all. Kenny Galladay, I mean, with the lack of receivers that they have right now, I think he just gets an uptick in targets, period. And they're playing Dallas, not the toughest matchup. So I think he had a decent game. I think he had over 100 yards last week. So I wouldn't – he'd be a nice flex option for me. That's how I look at Kenny Galladay when I see him. It's like a flex option. If he scores your touchdown, you're happy type deal. All right, I got a, a start sit for you, or a pick one, right? Corey Davis or Cortland Sutton? Corey Davis against Atlanta, Cortland Sutton against Pittsburgh. Who are you taking? I would go Corey Davis. In yep, that that's the right. That's that's yeah, correct. Yeah. I would go Corey Davis. Absolutely. Atlanta is horrible against wide receivers. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, Denver – Against Pittsburgh, I mean, Pittsburgh still got a solid defense, man. And Drew Locke could play. Uh, I know Teddy is uh, working through the protocol right now. Come on, Teddy. Uh, Teddy, come on, man. Come on, Rest that brain, buddy. Rest that brain of yours. Uh, How about 
Uh, what about Devonta Smith or Chase Claypool? Which one would you be rolling with in uh, in those matchups, man? Devonta Smith against Carolina and Claypool against Denver. That's a tough one, man, because they both have tough matchups. Um, I would go Devonta Smith in that one. I just think he's going to have more of a target share than Claypool will. Here's here's one for you. I got I got a decent one. Um, Corey Davis or Cole Beasley? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Even yeah. with Cole Beasley going against uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I just think that uh, with the emergence of Dawson Knox in Buffalo, now there's four, I'd say four and a half solid passing op- options in this offense. Yeah. The half being. Uh, the running back situation because uh, you don't really know if they're going to produce anything. But yeah. uh, I think there's just too much going on in, in, in Buffalo's offense. Now, it's the shootout game, right? They're playing yes. Kansas City. It's going to be a high-scoring game. You want to chase those points and want to start players in those offense. You can absolutely start Corey Be- uh, Cole Beasley. But Corey Davis is it in this offense yeah. and is playing a terrible Atlanta secondary. I mean – Zach Wilson didn't look bad last week, man. No, he didn't. He didn't look bad against Tennessee. So I think this is another game where but the Jets you, can kind of sneak up on Atlanta here. But do you think the trip to London would affect will affect this game at all? Mm, I mean, I could see how it would, but I mean, I don't think the trip it's not going to make Atlanta's defense better. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, do you think that this would have any effect on this kind of game? No. Other than make okay. sure that you have your yeah. lineup set before that game kicks off. Yes. Just be tuned that this is a London game. And on the East Coast, it does start at 9.30 a.m. Yes. So you get to wake up bright and early on Sunday and watch some football. Yeah. I'm excited for that, I like man. It. Give me I really, cup of, of coffee. I don't have to work this Sunday. Nice. So I'm uh, I'm off Sunday. And... My wife is going to get a rude awakening when I have football on at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be fine, man. I'm going to make some breakfast, and uh, I'll yeah, have the man. game on in the kitchen. It's going to be great. All right. Um, let's see. Anybody else over here that you're looking to – okay, let's talk about Allen Robinson real quick. Would you rather start Allen Robinson against the Raiders or A.J. Green against the uh, 49ers? A.J. Green. Give yeah. me the better offense yep, there. Give me that. Give me that all day. I was. Uh, I would love to acquire A.J. Green. So it yeah. kind of sucks that I don't have him. <laughs> uh, let's see. Robbie Anderson or Jamison Crowder? Oof. I guess give me Crowder in this one. He actually looked like he was the number two there uh, for Zach Wilson. Nine targets, man. Yeah. 62% of snaps. Looked really good. Yep. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I think this is a uh, – he got 11 targets, but it doesn't – doesn't feel no, real. It, it feels like a mirage. Especially if Christian McCaffrey comes back this week. Uh, there goes there goes his targets. All right. Uh Hunter Renfro or Darno Mooney. Ooh. Same game. Hunter Renfro runs some sweet routes, man. He does. He's been a, getting a consistent amount of targets. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Hunter in this one and I think he's got a good chance to score. I think he's he's one of the main targets that he, they that uh, Derek Carr looks for. All right, let's talk uh, wide receiver starts of the week. Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to 
All right, my wide receiver start of the week is going to be LaVisca Chenault against the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee's given up 36.2 fantasy points per game to the opposing wide receiver position, worst in the NFL. They're giving up the seventh most receptions to wide receivers. LaVisca Chenault is that PPR guy in this offense. He, uh, with DJ Chark going down, uh, you did see an increase in snaps and production for Lisca Chanel in week four against Cincinnati. 75% of snaps. He had seven targets, six catches, 99 yards. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I think that that is going to correct itself uh, this week. I think he gets into the end zone and he starts to produce a little bit more. Um, I'm hoping, hoping that Urban Meyer gets his crap together and starts focusing on trying to win games instead of hanging out at the club. I know there's a whole thing going around with Urban Meyer. I don't want to get into all that, but LaVisca Chenault is my start of the week at the receiver position this week. I think he's going to be a top, I would say, I'd say a top 30 wide receiver. But uh, he has definitely, he's on the season, he's a wide receiver 51. So give me a solid week this week, LaVisca. I know a lot of people hyped him up this season. He hasn't done anything, and it yeah. took an injury for him to finally start doing something. So hopefully this leads to some more production for LaVisca. I'm calling he's my start of the week. All right, man. I like it. My start of the week is going to be Emmanuel Sanders. We just said that we wanted a little bit of a piece of this game, mm-hmm. whether it be either side of the ball. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs defense are allowing 26.9 fantasy points to the wide receivers on average, they they're, they're letting a lot of points up there, man. They're, they're letting a lot, a lot of points on the field. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is getting a consistent amount of targets. Last four games, he's had eight and then six the last three. You know, he's that he's that deep dark guy, man. He's the deep dark guy for Josh Allen. He's getting big a big chunk of yardage every time he catches a ball. And if he gets in the end zone like he did two weeks ago, uh, he finished as or with 26 fantasy points in PPR, had two TDs. So he is a walking big play machine, especially in this game. Uh, I think he's going to be top top 20 wide receiver this week, man. All right, master of the week, Odell Beckham Jr. playing against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers second best against opposing wide receivers, giving up 14.8 points per game to the position. Baker Mayfield dealing with that injury has me worried about the overall passing upside of this offense. Game script doesn't really scream a lot of pass attempts. It feels to me like a running back by committee type of game. And I think that the Browns just handed off to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb all day long. Baker Mayfield with that injury. I think he continues to struggle throwing the ball. And this is not a knock on Odell Beckham. I think he's looked great. He's played more snaps each of the last two weeks. He's played 79% of the snaps last week, seven targets last week, but only two receptions. So I think that speaks more to Baker Mayfield than it does to Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not going to start Odell Beckham until I feel until I see uh, Baker a little bit more healthy and able to sling the ball down the field to him accurately. I mean, he was getting the ball down the field, but... It was like behind Odell Beckham a lot, and Odell Beckham was running wild, uh, you know, in uh, against that secondary. And I just need to see Baker healthy before I'm feeling confident about Odell Beckham because I know you know Odell Beckham can be great. He can be 
open and, and looking for the ball, but if Baker can't get it to him, it's not going to be good. And you saw it last week. I think I'm just going to piggyback off of last week. He's my sit of the week in week five. All right, man. Uh, my sit of the week this week is going to be Allen Robinson. Uh, they are going against the Las Vegas Raiders. Allen Robinson scaring me, man. He he doesn't look good. And where you drafted him, it like the player himself looks good. It's this how he's utilizing this offense, how this offense is being ran. It it just doesn't. It's not looking good for him. Um, it's it's really worrying me. The alarm is going off. He's only had you know a handful of catches each time. Last three games, he's had two catches, two catches, three catches. You know, he he's just not being utilized that well. It looked like Justin Fields had a nice um, connection with Darnell Mooney last week. So hopefully he can bounce back, but I need to see it before I start him. Again, if I got another option, I'm going to uh, replace Allen Robinson. I'm going to sit him on my bench. And, um, yeah, it's my sit of the week this week, man. All right, let's talk some tight ends, man. Uh, I mean, tight end just the position is just rough. It just does not make me feel good. So, uh, you're starting Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, Andrews, Hawkinson. You're starting all those guys, right? No questions asked. Yeah, absolutely. How are you feeling about Kyle Pitts here against the Jets? Uh, got gotta gotta start him, man. The it, tight end is real rough. It. The where you drafted Kyle Pitts, and you're you're just still kind of hoping for the breakout, in a sense. But he's not completely killing your team. At least he's getting some more targets every week. So yeah, I would I would fire him up. I'm gonna talk about Kyle Pitts in a little bit, so I'm gonna hold off on my right. my part here. Tyler Higby, uh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz actually is the tight end four on the season. We're firing up Dalton Schultz, right? No questions yeah. asking us the New York Giants. Yeah, I would I would go ahead and fire up Dalton Schultz this week. Dawson Knox is a solid play against Kansas City. Yep. In that game, we want pieces of that. It's actually the Sunday night game, so that's going to be pretty awesome, man, to finish the weekend or finish the night uh, with that shootout. So, yes. Uh, let's see. Noah Fant against Pittsburgh or Mike Kosicki against the Bucks. Find another option. <laughs> I don't like that one. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, especially if Drew Locke is a starter. All right, let's try something different. How about Noah Fant or Jared Cook? Give me Jared Cook. Didn't sound I so know. confident. No, that, I, 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 I would. I would probably take, especially if Drew Locke is a starter. That's gonna be. That's gonna depend a little bit um, on the QB, the starting QB of Denver. If it's Teddy. I'd probably lean the Noah Fant side. If it's Drew Locke, I would probably go Jerry Cook. All right. Let's do a little uh, – I want to do some drop or keep. All right. Let's, okay. uh, John U. Smith, drop or keep? Uh, you can you can drop him. Evan Ingram, drop or keep? Uh, keep him. I want to see how he's utilized this week, and then he might be a drop. I agree with both of those, uh, but I'm not confident in Evan Ingram whatsoever. No, I'm not either. Drop or keep Robert Tunyon. Oh man, this one's tough. Yeah. I I guess you're if if you drafted Tunyon, you're now in that streaming category. And I, I think if you gotta drop him, I, I would drop him. He hasn't been producing. All right, what are you doing with CJ Uzuma? Had a monster game uh in week four. 
26.5 fantasy points, six targets, five catches, two touchdowns. Are we starting him against Green Bay? No, 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 no. no. It's I'm, more of no, a, a I, mirage it, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of let let him. Now, if, now if he's consistently doing this, then there's a difference. But it's not the greatest team in the world. And yes, Joe Mixon is gonna be out, but he's what the fourth, fifth option on this team. I, I'm not. I'm not trusting that. All right, let's jump into some starts because this, the rest of those position groups disgust me. So. Yes. All right, so my start of the week at the tight end position, Mo Alley Cox. Oh, I am calling for touchdowns in this one, okay? This is a straight up, I'm calling for receiving touchdowns by Mo Alley Cox on Monday Night Football. Baltimore giving up the most fantasy points per game to the opposing tight end position. I believe it's about 14 points. Might be 13.5 or something like that. Uh, but he scored two touchdowns last week. I don't think he scores two this week, but I still think he gets into the end zone. And I think he's a better option than a lot of the tight ends that we already kind of hit on. You know, I think he's a better option than uh, I'd rather start him than like any of the Eagles tight ends because you don't know which one's going to be productive. Uh, I'd take him over like Tyler Conklin. I'd take him over Gesicki in that matchup against Tampa Bay. I'd play him over both Patriot tight ends because I'm just not confident in either one of them. So give me – I mean, it's a super – it's a it's a dart throw. It's the dart throw of all dart throws, and if you're really desperate, I think you can start him this week. And I'm just going to hope and pray for a touchdown. All right, man. Um, so uh, funny that you said the Eagles uh, tight end because I'm actually going to go with one of them as Do- uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, I think that he is going – that's going to be my start of the week this week, man. I think he's going to be the safety blanket for Jalen Hurts this week. It's a tough matchup. It's a tough defense. But I think that Dallas Goddard is going to be able to be found in this offense by Jalen Hurts. Dalton Schultz just had six receptions, 58 yards, and a TD against the uh, this team. So I think that – Dallas Goddard being able to, I mean, he was five for five, 56 yards and a TD, almost had a second TD. I think that he's going to be able to produce. I think he is, you know, the tight end one in a sense. I know they're both splitting times and they're both producing right now, but I think Dallas Goddard is the favorite for Jalen Hurts. I think he's more of the safety blanket for him. So in this tough matchup, I think that, he will be looked at a little bit and relied on just a little bit more. All right. My sit of the week at the tight end position is Kyle Pitts. Uh, they are playing the New York Jets. I'm not saying the Jets are a great defense, but they are statistically eight bets against tight ends in the NFL. Uh, giving up 4.6 points per game to the tight end position. And he's just not, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I feel like, He's still struggling to 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 get super involved in this offense, especially with Coral Patterson, Calvin Ridley there, and uh, just the matchup on the outside with their corners. I think it's a little bit better of a matchup for the receivers. So I'm going to take uh, Kyle Pitts as my sit of the week and hope and pray he doesn't score his first touchdown this week. <laughs> I love right. Kyle Pitts. All right, not, man. Not uh, my sit of the week is going to be Mike Gusecki. He's had two really good weeks for you. Uh, but against this Tampa Bay defense, man, I just think this is going to be very rough to watch 
the Miami offense. It already is. It's not the best and most exciting offense to watch. I just think that all most of that production from Mike Gusecki last week happened in like the fourth quarter. Like it happened real late. And I just think that this week it's going to be another rough go. And I just think there's not going to be much to produce here for the Miami offense. I will go ahead and sit Mike Gesicki. All right, let's talk defenses real quick. Let's just give our starts guys we want to target. And we'll move on to kickers. And we'll talk Thursday night football. Uh, my defensive start of the week is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Miami Dolphins. I think that Jacoby Brissett is in for a long day. He's going to spend most of this game running for his life or picking himself off the ground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they are running. They have no running game, and it didn't yeah, matter if they did because— And they're without Will Fuller. Yep. Like, it's it's going to be a rough day. And I think the Bucks' defense is going to be able to handle Jalen Waddell. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know— yeah, there's not really much more analysis it, here. Man. I mean, I mean Indy be figured that one out real quick. Indian, yeah. Indianapolis defense last week was able to figure out Jaron Waddle real quick. He got three quick catches, and that's all he finished with after that. So, yeah, I definitely think Tampa is going to be able to control Miami pretty well. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with New England against Houston. I mean, it just it's just an, another narrative of Bill Belichick – Rookie and quarterbacks. Rookie quarterbacks. Yep. It, he he destroys rookie quarterbacks, and this is rookie quarterback on one of the worst teams that we've seen in a while. Like this, this team is really bad. So I will. If if you have the Patriots defense, fire absolutely fire them up. No questions asked. If yep. they're if they're somehow. They're on waivers. You better be going to go put a bid in. It's it. Absolutely. Fire them up. All right. Uh, kickers. Uh, my star of the week at kicker is Matt Prater against the San Francisco 49ers. Plays on a high-powered high powered offense. The Niners defense is respectable. So I think they get some stops and force some field goals. And, uh, you know, the Cardinals have to come crashing down to earth eventually, right? So um, I'm going to say they kick a little bit more field goals this week than they score touchdowns. So I'm going to go with Prater uh, against San Francisco. All right, yeah, man, my start of the week is going to be Tyler Bass, the Buffalo kicker against Kansas City. We keep saying it, man, I want I want pieces of this game, and even if it's a kicker, I think he's going to he's gonna get some points, man. Kickers are people too, I guess. Dude, right? I mean, he's he's been a top kicker uh, through four weeks, so I think he's going to keep it going and, and produce this week as well. All right, let's jump to the Thursday night preview. Finally, a Thursday night game with some good hype some, around it. With some yes, this is awesome. This is this now, is what we want to see. Here's the thing: I don't think there's been a bad primetime game this season. No, there hasn't. But on paper, this has been like you know what I'm saying. Like on paper, like it's been the most we didn't attractive watch, game. Yes, we didn't want to watch the Carolina Houston on primetime or Jacksonville yeah. Cincinnati. They turned out to be good games, but. We want to see the Rams offense. In the week, we want to see the Seattle In the week offense. four recap show earlier this week, I held my tongue about talking about everyone's uh, comments about Thursday night football games being, you know, like surprisingly good. Yeah. I just want to take two seconds to say 
Stop it with that, okay? You're going to be spoiled this week with a great game, but guess what? Every game in primetime has been good this season. Yes. And you just stop with that narrative that, oh, this game is not going to be good because it's the Jags and the Texans. It's still going to be a good game. Yeah. Like, football is great. If you love football, football is football, man. Yep. Like, just watch the games and enjoy it because guess what? After February, the first week of February, it's going to be gone. And then what are you going to do? You can't complain. You're going to be upset that there's no football on. What would everybody say in the offseason? I'll watch anything, right? <laughs> we watch the draft religiously because it's football, right? Yeah. It has something to do with football. So please, spare me. I don't want to see anybody talking to me about, oh, this game is not going to be great. Like, just leave. Just go away. I don't want to hear it. So, Justin, you want to do the... Do the honors. Yeah, man. So we got the LA Rams at three and one at Seattle, two and two, and NFC West battle, man. Two star studded offenses facing off. You got Russell Wilson versus Matt Stafford. Woo! It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one, man. It's gonna gonna be a a good good game. I mean, (laughs) even the uh even the Arizona Ram game last week, you know, turned out turned out good, man. It turned out, you know. Kyler Murray lit it up, and I, I think that this game is in for for a good one. The Rams are favored two and a half points, fifty four and a half point over under. You got Chris Carson questionable, Gerald Everett out, uh, D. Estridge out. Fantasy options in this, so you, you firing them all up. Everybody, everybody except the defenses. All right, yeah, man. I think you got both. Both quarterbacks are in play here. Um, both running backs question mark because if Chris Carson doesn't go, are you willing to fire up Alex Collins? Yeah, or are you I am. willing to? Yeah, I'm willing to fire up Alex Collins. And okay, spot start on Thursday Night Football. Yep. Okay. Um, what about let's talk about tight ends here, man? Because you got Will Disley and you have Tyler Higby. Willing to start either one of these guys? I'm kind of scared about will if disley. i have okay. to start disley i think i'm gonna try to find something else okay yep but That's if i, I don't have any other options i'm i'm okay with it yeah <laughs> not confident and, and pray for a touchdown yeah yeah, yeah. you're just hoping it's one, for a touchdown one of those man. that you're kind of praying but honestly for a that's what tight end is all about is touchdowns yep. man if you're not scoring a touchdown you're pretty much useless yep so yeah i would i would uh i would be hoping for a touchdown with disley uh on the other side higby I'd be okay. I feel yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. starting I, him, I feel man. good starting them up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got your wide receivers, man. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. You know, you know, Jalen Ramsey might be on DK Metcalf, but I, I still think he gets his a little bit. And you know, I now, how are we feeling about Robert Woods? I think this is the week that everyone benches him and he goes off. Goes off. So I'm not sitting anybody in this game. I'm telling okay. you, like I'm not doing it. Uh, when, you know, I'm just not doing it. Like, just play them all. And if he disappoints this week, okay, maybe we can have a conversation next week about him. But like I think how many weeks are we going to say I think that? This week, <laughs> I think this squeaky wheel gets the oil here, man. I think, yeah. I think Robert Woods gets fed yeah, a little bit. They're, they're, they have been coming out and, and saying that they want to try to get him more involved, get him more touches. He did have a touchdown, late garbage time touchdown last week, but. I mean, hopefully he does get more involved and, and, you know, he starts paying off that draft capital that, that you spent to get him. So, 
uh yeah man i think you're firing up most of these options here and you know just kind of keep an eye out for chris carson and and see he's gonna probably come down to a game time decision and it's gonna be interesting so now here's the thing is like i'm not forcing collins into my lineup if i don't have chris carson Oh, yeah, Let's yeah. make that clear. If I have Chris Carson and I have Alex Collins, I'm willing to replace Carson with Collins. But if I don't have Chris Carson on my roster and I, and I have Alex Collins as a backup, I'm really just holding him so the, the Chris Carson manager doesn't have him. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I'm not forcing him into my lineup if I don't have to. If I have better options, I'm going to go with better options. But I still think he's a good play. But I'm not like – again, I'm not forcing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. All right, just one reminder – Weekly reminder, any player that you have playing in this game needs to be out of your flex. Out of your flex, I repeat. Put them in the starting positions, uh, even super flex quarterbacks. Uh, put them in the starting quarterback position, not in your super flex. Just make sure you make that adjustment so you have maximum flexibility throughout the week. That's going to do it for us this week on the Start Sit episode. Man, that was a great one, man. Yes, I felt sir. really good. This is this is a great episode, man. This is a good one. Man, uh, we got week a lot of five. Yes, we got a great game. Absolutely, about man. to kick off, man. I I can't wait. Do us man. a favor. This go is... ahead and follow us on all of our social media accounts at on Twitter at Pigskin Champs on Facebook at Pigskin Champs Pod. Go ahead and f- give us a follow on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, everywhere that you can find podcasts. We are there. Justin, take us away. All right, guys, that is our Start Sit Show for week five. Appreciate the love and the support. Like my buddy said, give us a follow. For Derek, I'm Justin. We're the Pigskin Champs. See you.